Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode four of The History Of, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Wolfie Tash. On February 21st, 2017, the Los Angeles Lakers made a move that would drastically change the future for their team. Lakers owner Jeannie Buss fired both her brother Jim Buss as the executive vice president of basketball operations and Mitch Kupchak from his position at general manager and hired Lakers legend Magic Johnson to step in and become the team's new president of basketball operations. However, just a season and a half in, Magic decided to step down unexpectedly, and the organization was left in shock. So, how did the Lakers get to that point in just 27 months? Let's take a look at the history of Magic Johnson's time in the Lakers front office. Magic Johnson has been a figure in the Lakers organization since 1979, when he was drafted first overall by the team. Johnson would go on to play 13 NBA seasons for the Lakers from 1979 to 1991 and one more season in 1996. During that time, Magic put together a Hall of Fame career, averaging 19.4 points per game, an NBA record 11.2 assists per game, and 7.2 rebounds a game, while collecting 5 NBA championships, 3 MVP awards, and 12 All-Star appearances during his career. In 1994, two years into his first retirement, Magic bought a 10% share of the Lakers and became a minority owner of the team. He then spent the next 15 years as part owner and vice president of the team until 2010 when he decided to sell his share of the Lakers. Magic decided to remain on board as the team's unpaid vice president and would help the team with decision-making, the draft process, and just building a better championship culture for the Lakers. All of that, however, changed in the midst of the 2017 season, when the Los Angeles Lakers decided to hire Magic Johnson as their new president of basketball operations. Magic was coming in at a time when the Lakers needed him the most. The team was sitting at a record of just 19-44 and at the time of his hiring, and the organization thought he could help regain a winning culture that the Lakers and their fans had become accustomed to over the years. Along with bringing the organization back to glory, Magic stated in his opening press conference that it was his goal to bring star players back to L.A., and if he couldn't do that in his time with the team, he would step away from the position. Before Magic could really get started, he and Jeannie Buss first had to choose a general manager to run the team. After a lot of great candidates showed up, the two decided on hiring Rob Palinka, the former agent to Laker legend Kobe Bryant. Palinka is not the first agent to make the transition into an executive role, and the Lakers were hoping he would be sort of what Bob Myers was for the Warriors, a change in leadership that would help bring them back to glory and bring them titles back to L.A. With Palinka finally on board, he and Magic Johnson sat down and got to work. The 2017 season ended with the Lakers finishing at a 35-47 record. However, the team was very happy with the play of a lot of their young stars. Number 2 overall pick Lonzo Ball had had a solid rookie season, but it was the play of number 27 overall pick Kyle Kuzma that impressed the Lakers the most. 
Going into the offseason, the Lakers had four young stars, all under the age of 23, who looked like they had the potential to be in this league for many years to come. However, both Magic and Palinka knew that as good as their young stars were, they were not going to get over the hump without at least one megastar on their team. They shifted their attention to the biggest fish in the free agent pond, and that was LeBron James. LeBron James was becoming a free agent for the first time since he returned to Cleveland after leaving them to go to Miami and win championships. So it was a really big deal that LeBron James was on the open market, and Magic and Palenka were willing to do anything it took to bring LeBron to L.A. After months of negotiations and meetings, on July 2, 2018, LeBron James signed a four-year, $153 million deal with the Lakers. And fans everywhere were kind of split on the signing. While some fans rejoiced having the best player in the league on their team, many quickly bashed the Kings, stating that he would never be better than Kobe and that he would never truly become a Laker. Regardless of what the fans thought, Magic was happy that he was able to lure a big-name free agent to Los Angeles, and not just any big-name free agent, the biggest free agent you could possibly bring in. And he was excited to get to work on finding new star teammates to pair with LeBron. However, throughout the rest of the offseason, it seemed like the other big-name free agents were kind of trying to stay away from the Lakers as much as possible. Paul George decided to re-sign with Oklahoma City, thinking he had a better shot at a title with Russell Westbrook than he did with LeBron. And the Spurs, who have been rivals with the Lakers for the last two decades, of course did not want to trade their best player to the team. So they shipped him off to the Eastern Conference in Toronto in exchange for DeMar DeRozan and a first-round pick. So Magic was kind of left with no big superstars to sign and decided to kind of make a weird kind of team, I guess. Maybe this could have been a super team. I don't know. But instead of those big-name free agents, he signed JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and Michael Beasley to join the team. It was not exactly part of their plan to bring these four players in, but the Lakers made do with what they had, and they knew they had a strong core of young players along with reliable veterans and LeBron. They figured they could compete and maybe even snag a 7 or 8 spot in the West this year. At the start of the 2018-2019 season, the Lakers looked pretty good, to be honest. They played pretty well together and at some points were showing signs of being a playoff caliber team, while Magic and Palenka worked behind the scenes to try and make the team better. However, on Christmas Day versus the Warriors in Los Angeles, the Lakers' worst dreams came true, and LeBron James was being helped off the floor after suffering a groin injury an injury like he had never suffered before in his entire career. Without LeBron on the floor, the team quickly began to fall apart, losing 12 of their next 18 games. Around the same time as the Lakers' losing streak, New Orleans Pelicans superstar Anthony Davis publicly requested a trade away from the Pelicans, and as soon as Magic and Palenka heard of this news, they immediately began to work on possible trades in order to acquire the superstar. Magic tried for weeks to make a trade work. However, the Pelicans refused to accept any offer on Davis and had even made public the trade offers that the Lakers were willing to give for Davis. Some of the trades that were made public included trading Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, 
Josh Hart, Rajon Rondo, and draft picks to the New Orleans Pelicans, all in exchange for potentially half a season of Anthony Davis's services. This made both Magic and Palinka look extremely bad, and also made their players pretty upset with them, knowing that they were willing to trade all of them in exchange for just one player. And to go along with all of this, Magic had been caught by the NBA trying to recruit Davis to the team and violated the league's tampering policy and was fined an undisclosed amount. So the Lakers ended up with nobody and tried to continue and put up a good fight. However, injuries piled up, Magic could not convince another star to come and join the team, and nobody seemed to be on the same page except for the young players who were all meshing well with each other but were still kind of at odds with the rest of the team after learning that they were just trade bait. Then, out of nowhere on April 9th, 2019, just hours before the team's final game of the regular season, Magic held an impromptu press conference to announce that he was stepping down from his position as president of basketball operations effective immediately, and that he had kind of not told anybody about this decision before he decided to hold this press conference, including his boss, Jeannie Buss, and his partner, Rob Palinka. Probably not the best idea, but it was his idea, and he ran with it. Magic told reporters he was just not having fun at his current position and wanted to step aside so he could go back to being who he was. Magic was known around the league for being a supportive NBA fan and likes to get on social media to express his feelings and admiration towards other players in the league when they do something good. And his current role was not allowing him to be that free individual he wanted to be. Just a month and a half after his resignation, Magic decided to take to the media and explain why he truly left the job at the Lakers. During an appearance on the ESPN Morning Show First Take, Magic told the host that he just wasn't having fun anymore because it was Rob Palinka who continually stabbed him in the back at every chance he got and felt Palinka was out to get Magic's position. He also told reporters that he felt betrayed by Palinka and that Palinka never truly had his back. So, while the reports were true that Magic wasn't having fun anymore, he also felt betrayed and backstabbed by his own partner, and that ultimately led to his decision to leave the team. Magic's time as president for the Lakers was... not really great for the team. He traded away D'Angelo Russell, who, two years after the trade, became an NBA All-Star and led his team to a playoff appearance. He let Julius Randle walk in his free agent year, and... Randall went on to average 20 points and 8 assists the next season, and ultimately brought in a group of players that weren't even good enough to help LeBron get into the playoffs, let alone win an NBA title. But Magic will still always be loved by the franchise and the city of Los Angeles because of what he's done for Los Angeles basketball. Now that Magic has come out and said his piece and felt like he's gotten everything off his chest, he can go back to doing what he loves being an owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Los Angeles Sparks, an entrepreneur with many great business ventures, and an ambassador to the NBA to help bring the game of basketball to everyone around the world. Maybe one day Magic will get another chance at being president or running a team, but for now, maybe he should just stick to Twitter. Thanks everybody for tuning in this week and listening to the history of Magic Johnson's time in the Lakers front office. 
be sure to check out the next episode of The History Of, coming out next Friday. And check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Wolfie Tash, and you've been listening to The History Of, presented by the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one home for sports podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.